Hello, faithful listeners. Merry Christmas. Happy Hana Kwanzaa Christmaka to everyone that celebrates. Happy Boxing Day. This is the Going Commando with the 80s Kids podcast. And we are here still discussing Christmas movies because we are not out of December yet. Now, granted, today is December the 26th, but I am a full believer in Christmas technically doesn't end until New Year's. So that is just my opinion. I'm very pissed off at the uh, local radio stations who played Christmas music since November the fucking first, <laughs> and then they stop it on December the 26th. All right. How many people have Christmas from the 26th to the 30th? Lots. Uh, well, p- people who attend church go on to like January the 7th. Well, that, okay. There you go. That's Epiphany, an interesting you know. point as well. But seriously, a lot of people can't get together on the 25th because. Yeah, you got to work. Like us. Hospital. used to be in the hospital. Police. How many Christmases did we work? Policemen, garbage men. I mean, honestly, everybody who makes the country roll technically works on Christmas. So, number one, from the Going Commando with 80s Kids podcast, shout out to all that worked on Christmas. I used to do it myself. It kind of sucked. And so I'm going to say I feel you. Me and Ben yeah, feel looking, you. I mean, I we do. Get it at my Facebook. Memories. Seriously, yeah. we feel you from a, like I mean, mine from like ten years. ago. I saw it so, today. I it's say, like I got to do a vac change, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do any more vac what did changes. It, say? it says, I hope my family's having a great Christmas at home while I'm stuck here at work, and it sucks real bad. Oh Lord. And then I was looking through the comments, and Shannon was like, Well, maybe you'll have a code; it'll go faster. And maybe there'll be lots of food, too. And I think both happened. Oh, wow. There's always you lots are, of food. You know what? I'm a, I was sitting here shaking my head like, nope. Because guess what? No food and the most boring day ever. Really? We, you never had food? No, never. Not well, on you know, Christmas. You, you know where I usually went. Oh, well, 6 IMC. Yeah. Uh, y'all were a family. <laughs> uh, upstairs, remember, that was the people who worked long enough to marry a doctor. Um, or downstairs, two floors. Yeah, good point. Hey, look, there's a Mickey resident. He's mm-hmm. cute. So let me latch on to him. Sort of like the <laughs> ladies and the gals who were in the heart unit. Unfortunately, a lot of them were there because hey, they were quiet. My wife worked in the heart unit. <laughs> but your wife wasn't those people who were only doing it so that she could get her MP. Well, you know, I am Dr. Feelgood. Oh, I'm I'm Dr. Cates <laughs> from the Orient. So, <laughs> And if you don't and, know that story, right. go back and listen to the 80s Kids Podcast. And Cal and was Dr. Love. Yeah, we Cal had, was Dr. Love. He was. Job. God bless that dude. I see, he could turn anything perverted in a second. That's why he was Dr. Love. That's why he was Dr. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, oh faithful listeners, <laughs> Ben and I are feeling ourselves right now. We're not drinking. We're just very happy two oh. dudes. We both had a great Christmas, correct? Yeah, buddy. I mean, great Christmas, very relaxing Christmas. I did I'd love nothing. to have been home a lot more than it was yesterday. Oh, but. see, I, I got lucky. I did nothing but sit on the couch and watch football all day long. It was super fantastic. And then, as I was telling Ben off mic, when I wasn't watching football, I was either watching Die Hard or A Christmas Story, <laughs> literally Christmas all movies. day long, because Die Hard was on a loop mm-hmm. on, I did not know this, but on FX, they ran Die Hard on the loop, just like TNT and TBS runs 
the Christmas story on a loop. <laughs> so awful. when me and Tammy figured it out, and I was talking to Ben, and he gave me hell because I started <laughs> I started watching uh, Die Hard without her because she was in there taking another nap. Uh, he's like, dude, you got to get your wife up. And I'm like, yeah, try to wait that sleeping polar bear. <laughs> but yes, we would keep coming back to it, watch all the different things. And then we actually ended up the night last night. Um, at 9 o'clock is when TNT, TBS stopped. 7 o'clock was the last, no, excuse me, 8 o'clock was the last showing for TNT, but they showed a Christmas story story at 9 o'clock, so that was fantastic last night. That was the new one from HBO, right? Yes, and that's the one where the actor Peter Billingsley, who Mm -hmm. played young Ralphie, and he's been in, I didn't know he's been in so many Christmas movies, including Elf. Yes. Um, But yeah, and so it's when he's an adult and he's like telling his own Christmas story, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, of course, it's not as good as the original, but I'm going to be honest with you. Pretty damn good. I liked it. I watched it last pretty year. Pretty damn it came good. Out. I uh, the it. faces, you know, it was like Schwartz and everybody yeah. coming back. Um, the story was funny. It was a heartfelt Christmas thing, yada, yada, yada. But yes, had a great, I mean, freaking awesome day yesterday. Um, I made my fantasy finals, yay me, in the money league. That's the $500 league. Mm. Um, I am number one overall, and I'm playing the number two overall, which Ooh. doesn't happen a lot. Okay. There's always a spoiler. Like in our league, the number eight guy is in the finals. Wow. The number eight beat the number one, which was me, yeah. and beat the number three, which was my brother, Damon. Yeah. Like, he's scoring 118 or more per week. I'm like, you haven't scored 100 all year. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't know what happened to me. I was the number one scorer in the league all year, and then all yeah, of a sudden I'm like... <laughs> that's that's the fantasy gods. Yeah. However, I do have a legitimate shot at the uh, money league. I've got the... Good for you. i got the number two quarterback. I've got the number one and number two running backs. My wide receiver core is not the greatest. I've got the number four kicker. I've got the number four defense. I've got the number six tight end. Um, and, uh, you know, my others are not like 14, 15. They're not like in the twenties or stuff like that. However, I'm going up against the number one quarterback, number one defense, number one kicker and number one tight end. However, he got hurt yesterday. So we'll be hopefully be have a catered podcast next time you see us. (laughs) Oh, the next time will be new year's Eve. Yes. I mean, we'll be able to say. You know, Happy New Year, you mother scratchers, or whatever we're going to do. Catered by Carthy's awesome fantasy win. I'm hoping so. That's $500. (laughs) Damn. We'll have a pizza or something. I'm going to call the Big Mac. I'm going to call the El Brown and get some taquitos (laughs) or some shit. (laughs) So, anywho, Ben Davis, what is our theme, story, whatever this week? This week is, well, today is the 26th, as we said. Uh, for those of you who don't know or celebrate it, it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day for all you Canadians, Canadians and English. Or, you know, English, yeah. yeah and if you still have servants, you know, make sure you give them something good. Oh, by the way, <laughs> tell Marjorie there's a little something in the outhouse for her. Put a little something in the stocking. While she's emptying the shitter, <laughs> she will notice there's a small gift on the... On the on the back of the toilet. That's right. <laughs> back upper, of the latrine. An upper decker. <laughs> There's an upper decker there for you. <laughs> I left it special. I was a little drunk on eggnog <laughs> last night. Decided to shit in the commode. Oh, dear, sweet Jesus. That's so weird. <laughs> that doesn't get you in the spirit. I don't know what does. Nothing gets me in the spirit more than taking a dump someplace I shouldn't. <laughs> That's what. Uh, whoa, buddy. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a Christmas story. 
So uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. 1983, I believe. Dude, I remember watching this. I can't. Okay, so I'm actually. You know what? That's a misnomer. I can't remember a time where I haven't watched this. That's great point. In um, because yeah, I, I was born in '76. So yeah. yes, yes, I'm a. Actually, I'm. I'm. I, I don't understand this. You know, nomenclature when it comes to ages. But now I'm a zennial. And I didn't even realize it. Yes, I, we are. I've been kicked out of we X both and then thrown right. into Zennial um, because I was bored at the back end of it. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember movies that much before. Um, I, I just remember the first time we watched it. And, again, my dad being a really gruff guy, um, and we watched this movie. He was in tears laughing. <laughs> and it's one of my best Christmas movie memories because – I think he just identified with that dad so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he didn't have a he didn't have a clanker to worry about, but just the oh, I work hard and oh, my wife and oh, my brat kids yeah. or whatever. I don't even know. But he died laughing and um, sort of like Christmas Vacation. There's certain scenes, even as a kid, I just died laughing watching them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I will be honest little different um, because of the Georgia connection. I remember getting two shotguns for my 10th birthday. Like I, I got a 20-gauge pump and Holy a 20 – Remington 1100 20-gauge for my 11th, my 10th birthday. That was like a rite of passage. My grandfather – a decade old. Let's get him some guns. My grandfather for my 8th birthday got me the Daisy. All right. The original pump Daisy. Out, kid. And – I got deadly with it. I mean, no hip shots yeah. <laughs> like Ralphie. But, yes, I remember uh, – oh, it wasn't that long. Maybe within the last 10 years, Dave Maxey, uh, you know, he, he bought a uh, he bought one of those eagles that you can continuously pump to uh-huh. get a little bit more pressure in it. And I had one. I even had one with a scope. Yeah. Um, because I love shooting. Back mm-hmm. in the day, I, really, I, I just loved, like, lining up a target and shooting it. I don't know why. Uh, probably the OCD, well, yeah. whatever it was. Um, but yeah, he brought me over and he's like, oh, I'm good. And he set up 10 cans and he hit seven of them. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know if you're going to be able to beat me. I hit 10 and yeah. then I shot him on the ground just to prove him. <laughs> well, that one's what pang. Well, that one's behind a pang. I'm like, dude, I have shot BBs since I was eight years old yeah i'm a i'm a good shot like i can yes i can tag you from at least 300 yards away how old i was when i got my bb gun <sighs> those were you know being southern young. it was young yeah young and uh yes dad's beer empty beer cans which were numerous mm-hmm. i had a constant supply of targets i shot like birds squirrels oh um i never had a bb gun strong enough to actually kill anything and i'm actually kind of glad about that but i would shoot a bird and literally see the bb bounce off of it and the bird fly away yeah, I'm like, I'm well technically months. i hit you so i'm gonna gun with it and then i got the pump eagle yeah i shot one thing saw the poof of flevers and the feathers <laughs> like yeah. i was like oh i don't like this as much as i thought i would you know what i mean um but yeah give me uh like a wooded area and limbs, you know, the tree limbs, I would stick the limbs in the beer cans so that they were at actually different horizontal levels, you mm-hmm. know, or not horizontal, vertical levels. Yeah. And I'd just be tagging them. I mean, I just enjoyed shooting so much. So I think that possibly is why I resonated with Ralphie so much. Because yeah. um, every kid thinks he's going to be 
you know, the guy that defeats Black Bart. <laughs> that is the way it is. We as kids want to be the hero. You know what I mean? Oh, we want to yeah, be the G.I. Joe, yeah, so do. to speak. You wanted, yeah, every kid wanted to be that, our age. Every kid wanted to be probably Michelangelo or Donatello. Never yeah. me. Leonardo. Rambo. Leah Rambo. I hadn't gotten at that yet. I'm just saying. Or, that's... You, you know, you, you want, you, everybody, every kid was out playing. I'm Michael Jordan. You know, yes. I'm Joe Montana. I lived in Georgia, whatever. so, you know, back in the day it was, um, um, what's his name? God bless. I had his A4000 Wilson glove. The Lana Fielder's, Lana Braves outfielder. Dave Justice? Way before him, like 15 oh. years. Everybody loved this dude. He's a Hall of Famer. Played for the Braves. I think he played right Hank field. Hank Aaron? No, but you're close. It was the, oh, my God, my brain. And uh, and faithful listeners, I do apologize, because over the last two or three months, the COVID has taken my brain and I'm... flushed it down the Dale, no, Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy. The Dale Murphy A4000 Wilson glove. It is worth around five grand nowadays. Okay. If you have the original stitching and everything yeah. with his signature still legible inside of yeah. it. Um, but yeah, man, like, so back in the day we had our, like South Georgia, you know, had a, just a different set of rules. Um, like wrestling was huge. Like we've talked about off mic, you know what yeah. I mean? But it was definitely NWA. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> NWA knew, all the way, baby. You knew the four horsemen, you knew yeah. the Minnesota wrecking crew. You knew all these guys, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, most people in Southwest Georgia, it was the Legion of Doom. Everybody well, loved. Flair. Every, and then Rick it's Flair. always been Ric Flair. Ric Flair was the guy you loved to hate. Yeah. I mean, I never hated Ric Flair, but it, I, it was really fun to root against him, right? He no. made it such that you would root against North him. North Carolina always rooted for Ric Flair. It didn't okay. matter who he was. He, Is could, that sort he of like, could have been wrestling Jesus, and I think we would have rooted for him. <laughs> Oh my God! Put him is... in the figure four, Rick. Do <laughs> yes, it. Let's see tap. Come let's on, see Jesus. You, let's see you turn that into wine, yeah, Jay. Baby. What yeah. you got for that? Oh my gosh! Um, so is that sort of like the Ricky <laughs> Steamboat phenomenon? And and I know everybody was like a big Ricky Steamboat fan because he had that Gold's Gym down in yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if he's that's, the same that's, thing. That's it, I mean. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That was he was yeah, huge was. in Georgia too. But I know he was a North Carolina guy though. I yeah. do remember that. Um, and I think had well, what's his name? You know Tatanka, Tatanka from being, North Carolina. Yes, he had North Carolina roots with the Indian. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, nations. Yeah, uh, I think if they had pushed him more, he would have been a huge draw around here. Yeah, I got to agree with that. Back but he, in he the day, they you didn't know his have, kids are wrestlers. No like way, big time, like high I school wrestlers. Huge. I was shocked when I found out Dom was. Uh, Ray Mysterio's actual kid. Yeah. I thought it was just a ploy to like, you know, oh, he's my kid. I don't think they get along. Oh, no, they hate each other. Yeah, I don't yeah, know no. why. Um, I, I Maybe uh, maybe Mysterio was gone a lot in his childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, if you're yeah. going to be a popular wrestler, you're going to be gone 280 to 300 days a year. So the kid followed his footsteps? I hate you, Dad. Now I'm maybe, exactly what you did. Honestly, I, I can see that, though, because what if I can show you up? And do what you did even better, and I'll still be here for my kids. Double fingers up in the air. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's one way to look at it. I, I'm just I'm going positive with it. I know it's probably bullshit, 
but I got to at least try to go positive with it. You know, because I know you and I both went totally different with that. We're like, okay, you sucked as a as a dad and a human being, so this is what I'm going to do. Everything yes. the complete opposite of what you did. Oh, no, no. For you me, said yes for that. Well, I'm definitely saying no. Buddy. No, no. I think you and I did a little bit different, especially when it comes to our daughters. Yeah. You know what I mean? But remember, our, our dads had sons. A little bit different. Um, but we, I, I, the one thing I can brag about me and, and, and Ben Davis is I really honestly believe that we gave our all when it comes to lifting, supporting, and being there for our daughters. I'm going to give ourselves a lot of credit. More so you with the homeschooling. I mean, you literally taught your daughter for years. Um, All of elementary school. Yeah. So, I mean, I got uh, my jollies by being like one of two dads at the cheerleading games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your son's not playing. Oh, she's cheering. I'll see it later. I missed maybe three or four Wahlberg football games, peewee football games, yeah. um, because I was there to cheer on my cheerleader. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So... I'm going to throw it out in the sense that, uh, yes, you're a thousand percent right. We decided to do the exact opposite and be ever present. Yeah. Um, there's probably a happy medium in there someplace where we might have enjoyed, but I'm, I don't regret missing a Saturday afternoon. I don't rem- I don't regret a single day that I spent uh, with the girl, but also me and the girl had a little bit different, uh, like we had a different relationship because her mom had to go. And uh, take care of her parents, her paralyzed parents yeah, in Kentucky. I think that's so sort of like you. Yeah, we, I mean, I think that's where we have a lot in common. We, we, we spent really an did. inordinate amount in ordinate. I can't even yeah. say it. A lot. <laughs> we spent a lot of time with our daughters one on one. We did. Yeah. We spent a lot of time with them. So we got to know them. We got to like recognize the person that we they did. were. We really had a major influence on. Like like personality, yeah, dude. Seriously, like I mean, uh, sometimes I actually have guilt when it comes to Savannah because she's not into really popular things. She's into video games and Japanimation, yeah. Um, and that's not built her a whole ton of friends. <laughs> now she's got some really good friends, um, but also then I think, well, history's repeating itself because in high school I knew everyone. Yeah. I was only really good friends with two people. Yeah. And, you know, I, I keep telling her, and I know it's not the best thing. I'm just wait till college, you know. Um, high school sucks a little bit, um, but try to make the best you can out of it. See, like, that's why I think that both of our daughters need to listen to that last podcast, especially that part in the middle where we talked about the rules that you were forced upon in oh, high school Jesus. and then college. You ain't lied about that. I think that was a pretty good moment, and I think that that's something that, the younger generation should probably hear because it might give them a little bit of hope. I hope so. I really do. Um, You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Yeah. And you can see some of this cyclical stuff within generations. I think we were just super lucky to get the daughters we got. Um, You know, I love your daughter like she's my own, and she's super cool. She's actually funny. She's a 15-year-old that can make a 47-year-old dude, like, cackle hysterically. (laughs) So uh, that is, I mean, think about that for a second. There's not a lot of people, not just girls, 15-year-olds, period, that can actually do that. Um, She's a genius like you are. Is it because she's like me when she makes you laugh? Uh, Well, she's a little sillier than you. (laughs) Okay. I think it's the silly component, if I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it's the little things like 
you know, that last time I was here, <laughs> I was trying to teach her how to do DAP correctly. And just her reaction to my old ass was just, it was damn funny. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just hilarious. And then uh, Savannah tends to come out of her shell when she comes over here. And then I see, I, know, a, I love it. I love I it. I see a part of her I've never seen. And she's like, bro, dude. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, where did you come from? <laughs> like, I don't know you. I don't know you, bro. So. Anywho. I love it. Anywho. I know I love it when your daughter comes over. I love your daughter. She's when she talks to me, I'm like, She this talks is to awesome. you. She talks to Uncle Ben differently than she talks to a lot of people. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. So anywho, we have gone down memory lane. Why don't we get back to well, that's what this movie is. Yeah, it actually is. You're hundred percent right. Is a memory lane. This is the guy now that we know that they made the sequel, yeah. This basically is just it really is him looking back at his fondest childhood memory. Yes. So um why don't we do that first? Instead of going into the movie. Well, honestly, I was gonna have you just give a brief rundown of this plot. Very, very brief. No, no that's fine. I can do that. I watched it several times yesterday. So for those of you who haven't seen it, number one one go and watch it like right now um it's still christmas at least in my mind until the 31st watch it I'm gonna it tell is you, a fantastic this is a one movie that brings all generations up to one point together boomers this is an 80s X, movie Zennials, set in the 50s and it still somehow around. resonates with everybody right and i think even up to a point anyone who's was born before 1985 has definitely seen this movie oh, and yeah, really yeah, loves yeah. this movie well there's a and, reason TBS and TNT show it most likely they've all those people have shown their children oh yeah yeah but people yeah, yeah. born after that time you're getting a little bit murkier if they watch agree, it and but like you're it. Also, getting into the age where they didn't watch media the way we did. Yeah. So a little bit different, and I'm pretty much sure everybody who doesn't think that uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie is of a certain age. Um, yeah. They're either before us or after us, but I don't think anybody within our designated age group, yeah, X or Zennial or whatever you're going to call it, I think all of us like it's a Christmas movie. Come yep. on, like they play Christmas music, like. You know, uh, I, I mean, uh, what's Argyle's wearing a Christmas hat? Yep. And, uh, he's got a big bear. And then, <laughs> how can you not? I mean, at the very end, like the whole movie revolves around like a guy that has not holstered his pistol in forever, saving the guy on the other end. And then, hopefully, there's a reconciliation between the two parents, and they get to go home on Christmas night and wake up the next day and have a great Christmas. Like that's the whole point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anywho, we're not talking about uh, Die Hard right now. We're talking about. Christmas story. So the basic rundown, and I'm going to be very brief with this because I think we've decided maybe not so much plot synopsis and talking more about the overarching themes. Um, it is about a young kid, and I'm going to say 50s and 60s. Like I, I think 50s. Yeah, I think yeah, I think late 50s. Probably. I don't think it's 60s, given the cars. The and cars, things. yeah. Um, Most of them look like a 55 to a 58. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, sir. So the cars on the streets, uh, the display in the window. We'll get to that, of Beautiful. course. Um, just everything is. They still have heaters, you know. I mean, like furnaces yeah. in the bottom, things like that. Um, Furnace. And so, uh, <laughs> purposes. We got a clinker. Snorted. It's so funny. I think about the furnace. Oh, that's so funny. Um, and so, basically, it is about a kid named Ralphie, and it's a story of one of his favorite Christmases in which he wanted the Red Ryder BD gun. Um, and that was his Christmas wish and all of the stuff that revolves around it, like the last couple of days of school before you finally get out, the snow, the bullies that you had to like encounter on your walk home. Imagine that. 
I, I'm definitely going with the 50s. You're walking yeah. home from school? Yeah. That's because they didn't have cars for the whole family. Yeah. The dad took the car to work. Yep. There was no second car. They there couldn't no afford it. Car, right? Yeah, that's So right. kids walked to school. And there was no need for the mom to have a car because she was a she homemaker. was a housemaker, homemaker, yeah. and that's still, and I'm going to throw my, that's still a very honorable position. In my mind, if you dedicate your life to the comfort of others, and that's what a house mom does. She says, I'm going to be the heart of this family. I'm going to take care of these kids, make sure that they're taken care of. And because my husband works, and this could be reversed. I, it could be a house husband, too. I, I still respect all of these positions. Um, you know what? It, it, they, their whole life is spent in service of others. Literally, their whole life. So if you tell me you don't respect that, then I have a problem with you immediately. Um, because that woman worked her ass off. And yeah. even in the movie, my mother hadn't had a warm meal to herself <laughs> in yeah. 14 years. Whatever it was. That's the mom, man. Like, you got to respect her. So, again, uh, it's about the family dynamic with the old 50s dad fighting the furnace. The mom trying to get the younger kid to eat. Um, the shenanigans that go on with the neighbor's dogs, um, him winning the major award. Oh, it's fragile. Oh, fragile. Um, that leg um, is, to this day, I mean, we're talking, like, now it's 30, 40 years. Yeah. 83 to 23. 40 years, exactly. 40 years, and I just saw down, so if, if you've ever been down uh, to Key West, every Christmas they have a barge display. Okay. Um, it's too warm down there. I mean, you know what I mean? They, it's like Australia. You know, mm -hmm. it's, they're at the beach on Christmas. Um, but they have a barge display, and the one that won this year, they took the entire mast post and surrounded it in that leg and lit it up. <laughs> Forty years yeah. later. Recognizable, right? It was like the one, the meme I put with Batman and Robin. Yes. What's oh. that? It's a major award. It's a major award. He's holding the leg. I mean, my mom loves I have that. A, my my like I have a piggy bank, and it's that leg. Right? It doesn't have obviously the top yeah. to it, but it's that leg, man. You put coins in the top of that it. That is it, my mom's favorite scene in that movie, other than when he comes down in the pink rabbit suit. Oh lord! That. And in two thousand eight, when she had her stroke, and we weren't sure she was going to make it. Sure, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Till beginning of the next year. Sure, yes, sir. And out here on uh, Yakinville Road, there was a house that every year they put up this Christmas display. Oh, nice. And it was, they had all of this Christmas story stuff up. They Perfect. had the leg in the window. Perfect, yes, sir. They had the flagpole with what's his name's tongue stuck to it. They had, yes. and the scariest thing was on the steps going up, they had him in the rabbit suit, which looked like a, a murderer. Oh, that is. Yeah, I was going to say that's almost like a serial killer. A little yeah, bit so there. every big scene in the movie, they somehow had like a inflatable or like a a, a wooden cutout with a, a light on it that looked that's real awesome, dude. In the yard, the whole yard was like that, and I, I'm like, I need to take my mom to see this because that I don't think such a she's fantastic going to be idea. here next year. Oh, that's so cool that you and she is obviously it's been 15 years. She's she's still here. I mean, you know, grace of God and all yeah. that other stuff, but going strong. Um, but at the same time, though, it's the thought. At least for me, it's the thought behind it. You know what I mean? This is your favorite thing, so I'm going to make it happen yeah. for you. So I know it was. I was like, I was so grateful to those people. Big props to Ben Davis. Yeah. They even had a car like that. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's insane. So, um, basic plot is the entire scene of uh, "You'll shoot your eye out." I want the BB gun, and oh my gosh, the part that I love. 
the dad got a gift that the mom didn't know about. She would not have approved of, <laughs> just like dads used to do back in the day. Yep. They would get you a gift, and mom wouldn't even know about it, and it would be something crazy. Like for me, Christmas a long time ago was four death metal albums. Yeah, you know, my mom was like, "Oh, oh," and dad's like, "I got Anthrax, yeah. I got Metallica, and I was like, Slayer." Look at this one; it's got a pentagram on it, dad. Literally four, mom. four tapes. Yes, old oh. electromagnetic tape full of nothing but devil worshiping goodness. What was your dad's name? Frank or some uh, Henry Jack? Jack, right? My it's, dad? Yeah. My dad's name is Steve. <laughs> I thought it was Jack Cates. No, okay. The reason I think you know that is because my best friend um, from college, one of my two best friends from college, his dad is named Jack. Uh-huh. And my character in Lee Penley's movie was Jack Cates. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I did go by Jack for a while. All right. Um, but anywho, um, so I think more than talk about the plot, we'll talk about the themes, right? <laughs> Mom's like, Steve, what have you done? Oh, seriously. She was, I, I saw her literally, like the blood running down her face from biting her lip. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> look, Mom has got a goat and a pentagram. <laughs> Steve, you're, you're going to catch on fire. He's going to be killing the goats. He's going to be. <laughs> I'll sacrifice anything for your love goat, chicken, whatever. Give me a heart, Mom. Nah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, that's our Christmas. Story. Do I, you have a dove or a bat? No. I've heard about something, and I want to try it and see if I look as cool. Um, dun dun dun. So it tastes quite so good. Um, and so basically, it's the opening scene. Um, you know, you got snow, which we haven't seen so long down here. Oh, um, you're talking about school and the ending of school. He is literally looking into the window. Now, this we have to talk about because this is the opening scene. Yeah. It's a it's almost like an old town town square. And I got lucky because where I grew up in Georgia, they had a town square. Okay. Every year they had the festival on the square. And everybody showed up and parked as much as they could. And everyone walked around this giant square with a monument in the middle and the town hall with its giant clock right over there. Um, So that really, now minus the snow, it still resonated with me. Um, Now, we didn't have storefronts, but my God, did we have the Sears catalog and there were still toy Stores back then. Yeah, they sold nothing but toys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I think one of the things that I miss were they back then? K and B, Toys R Us. Outside of Toys R Us, I'm going to be honest. In Georgia, it was a a locally owned deal. Okay, but we had one shopping center. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was a big outdoor shopping. There was no mall back then. It was one giant. That's where you got. you know, your haircut, <laughs> that's where you got your toys. Uh, that's, I mean, you, you got everything gotcha. in this one town square. And, uh, yes, my gosh, um, the Sears catalog. I just remember my mom bringing it to me. The, the I mean, and me just <laughs> ripping through it. Now, yeah. I will be honest, too, too young and just didn't care about the underwear section, like a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, but, my God, that toy. They had them set up and already transformed or shoot... My, I would just, and literally, mom would say, circle the things you want. Uh, yeah, I think they all, how did they know that? Is that just something that, they have like a meeting and like make phone calls and tell the parents to do that? I don't. Have your children circle in there and that will just I think know. it was just, um, you know, we, we've talked about this. I think things were just simpler back yeah. then. You know, it's, oh, I'm going to need you to copy the WRAL, then scan it in, then give me a barcode that I can then scan into my iPad so I'll remember. No, back in the day, you just had a book, and you went to Sears, and you bought whatever was circled. Um, That's something I miss more than anything. 
Um, the toy sections at Walmart and Target are shrunk to the point where it's almost nothing. We got an actual toy catalog from Amazon Prime this year. That is genius. If Amazon Prime did that, that is that is excuse my French, that is fucking genius. To get kids excited about a toy. I still or have it downstairs. I might just give it to you so you can have it. Oh, I'm gonna circle so much stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bullshit. I'm gonna circle so much stuff. But you remembered that excitement. Um, I remember if I got a good grades, they would take me to this toy store and let me pick out a transformer or something. You know, that was my thing. That's why there's so much kiss stuff. Yeah, so you got kiss stuff. Every time I got all A's, I got a kiss thing that cost more than seventy five dollars. Wow. Now I didn't get that. Actually, if it was A's and B's, it was over seventy five dollars. I had all a, A's. It was over one hundred and fifty dollars. I had a lot of. Uh, I didn't graduate with a four point I just didn't give a shit. But I did graduate with a three eight. Um, so I had a lot of A's and B's, mostly A's with some yeah. B's sprinkled in, and I got a certain amount of money per A and per B. That was another. So maybe like yeah. A's were five. B's were three, C's were one, and anything below that was an ass whooping. <laughs> well, they didn't pay you well. No, my dad was a, yeah, he was a cheapskate. Um, but that's okay. I still got to go to the toy store. Um, and that just thrill as a kid. I miss that for younger kids. The thrill of literally going to a toy store. It's nothing. And the way they used to decorate them back in the day. Yeah. Oh, the trains would be running. Christmas music would be I blaring. The there were lights running. everywhere. Yeah. The toys were like literally just constantly firing. Just pew, well, that's pew, how it pew, is pew, that pew. Toy store in New York. Oh, yes. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Um, we didn't have anything that big. but they... I don't think many places do. <laughs> yeah. But Toys R Us are coming back. They are coming back. Yeah. I did read that. So, uh, hail to the yeah. Um, it's sort of the only thing I can compare it to is when Family Video made a run at it. Yeah, I hate that Family Video bonked out. Yeah. Um, because I felt like a kid for a second again. I really when did. I, I used did to too. take my daughter and we would go to like her section, mm -hmm. and her eyes would get gigantic because there's a hundred movies. Mm -hmm. Which one do I choose? I can't decide. She would actually have a panic attack. Like, I don't know which one to pick. You know, and and, and then especially when they came out with the Blu-ray section. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, cool. I can watch this in a little bit higher resolution with my surround sound system that I used to have, yada, yada, yada. There was something magical because then they had candy at the front. Yeah, they had they popcorn at the, and sodas at the yeah. front. Holy crap. And right next door, pizza. Yeah, Marco's, man. Fricking fracking, yes. Get just sugar-loaded, three movies for the family to watch, and a pizza. Perfect Friday night. I mean, when you have small children. Yeah. Obviously, when they get older, it changes. But when you got small kids, they love putting on their pajama, creating a palette, eating junk food and pizza, and watching a giant movie. That was really cool back then. So I'm going to compare that to what we were talking about when it comes to looking at toys. So, oh, like the, the little kid fibers. Your spidey sense went off, and you're like... I want Hawk. I want Black. You know what I mean? You went through. Oh, I want Optimus Prime. I want Megatron. Yep. You know what I mean? It was just. I don't want a fucking GoBot though. Screw that. <laughs> no GoBots. They suck. Well, I want they, Transformers. They killed some of uh, Drax's best friends. Did they really? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't Christmas remember movie. that. Please, I have not seen it this year. It's one of the you things that I meant to go. The Guardians Galaxy, the Christmas. Thing. I saw it when it first came yeah. out last year. I just don't remember. Remember, he was on Hollywood Boulevard, and there was a GoBot there, and he saw it, and he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 
and then oh, she he thought the robot of, mantis is like no 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 and he thought the robot had killed his i remember and she's that. like a gobot killed his best friend <laughs> <laughs> And then later you see him, he's back here, he's just beating the shit out of that Just on a GoBot. Like, fuck you, GoBot. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we, we do oh, not, man. we don't that condone That was just GoBots. a magical time as a kid. It wasn't I it, think though. we got kind of, I'm going to be honest, I think we kind of got I've a little bit lucky. I've seen a few uh, posts on Facebook of like people that have, have photos of just certain pages out of the Sears catalog from like certain years. Yes. It's like this is the uh, G.I. Joe page. Yeah. And from 1984, I believe it was. Oh, my. And it had all these toys. And I'm like, I had every one of those. They said it cost to get have everything on this page. They said it was like $52. Oh, back then that was big money. And then they said what it would cost today due to yes. inflation. Probably like, two or 300 right? It was a lot. And yeah. I was like, damn. I said, Oh, I had almost everything on that page. Probably I, that Christmas, except for these one, two things on the very bottom. I would say I'm a little bit different only in the fact that uh, either my brother or I yeah. had everything. You know what I mean? Well, I was like, the only one, and it wasn't just my parents that got it for me. It was, you know, I'm like, between everybody in the family, I'm like, I got almost all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I'd give my Christmas list, and my mom like, okay, and then she'd divvy this out to them and this to them. Sure. Grandparents and grandparents. I remember um, also, because we lived in southwest Georgia and had to come to North Carolina, Carolina every year. Dad only got two weeks. So we got to go see both sets of grandparents in North Carolina, which is 10 plus hours away back in the day because there weren't the roads that there are nowadays. We well, you know that makes me think in this movie. I had to leave my favorite present in yeah. Georgia for two weeks and then come back and really give it a good play. That's how every Christmas morning was for me. I get whatever I had. Then I had to leave it because we had to go see everybody else. Ah, I gotcha. So similar thing. Um, all right, well, let me, I let me ask. Leave for two weeks, just but. randomly, one of your favorite Christmas gifts as a kid. Um, random. Doesn't matter uh, what it is. Definitely the Nintendo. Ooh, that I got. So I got the Nintendo <laughs> uh, NES. Not for Christmas. I got it for my birthday. Yeah. Um, or did I get it for Christmas? I don't remember. I might have gotten it for Christmas, but I think Dad waited. And got it for me for my birthday, yeah. which is in April. You know what yeah. I mean? So it wasn't that far out. Um, mine was the... So the one that pops up immediately was either the Game Boy. Yeah. I screamed when I got a Game Boy. I mean, because I got like... Dad was generous that year. I got like four or five games. You know? So when you're, dri- when you're driving the 10 to 12 hours up north... Yeah. That Game Boy came in... Because I had like a wad of batteries, too. Came in majorly. Yeah. That's when I beat... Uh, Mario on it, mm-hmm. and when I beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it. Yeah. It took the entire time for me to beat it because of the ridiculousness, but it got me through so many long, long travels. It was either that or remember the F-14 looking thing from G.I. Joe? Yeah. Had like the handle and you could squeeze it and mm-hmm. it shot missiles. Yep. I got that. My brother got the Harrier looking one that Cobra had. Yeah. And we were just tearing the house up, flying around each other. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then guess what? We got to go. You no. can't carry that shit with you. It's too huge. No. We're like, you got to be. Fr-. So we had our G.I. Joes that we got to play with. Yeah. But I mean, uh, oh, one more that might even top the plane. I think I actually wanted this more the hovercraft. Oh, okay. The G.I. Joe hovercraft, because it 
because of the way that. it was made, that, yeah. you could roll it on ground, mm-hmm. and then you could roll it into water. Yep. And because of the way the plat, it would float on water. I had that Cobra boat, the big, the big boat, the fan looking, boat, like yeah. the, uh, the one the dreadnoughts. Yeah, there, there was no. I, I didn't or the, you're talking about like the, the big the, yacht looking. Yeah, thing. the one that was yeah. the destroyer. Yeah, I know exactly that one. My brother got the destroyer, yeah. and I got the hovercraft, yeah. and they were big. You yeah. could fit multiple dudes in it, mm-hmm. and like. And then, like, I created a water hazard just for myself. Like, dug a hole, zoom, throw it across the water, and it floats. And you're like, this is the coolest toy ever. You know, as yeah. a kid. Oh, that was has absolutely has to be one of my favorites. I won't go into my worst. That's a little heavy for our podcast right now. <laughs> um, I'll tell you off mic. I, oh, I, I got a worst, too. It would really bring this shit down. No, we can't. No. This is a high-energy so, one. But, but the thing is, I was going to say, in this movie, you don't see anybody with the family. Where's where is grandparents? You don't think they live around? You think they're Remember, though, back dead? in the day, if you if you had chosen to go to another city for a job, like my dad did. Yeah. I mean, he left North Carolina and went to Chicago. Okay. Because of the job. And brought my mom with him, and that's where me and my brother were born. Okay. You know, it's kind of funny. Off subject, my cousins were giving me hell for wearing a uh, Blackhawks jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you got to root for the Canes. I'm like, I do. I have a Canes jersey. I was like, but unlike all of you, I wasn't born in Greensboro or High Point. Yeah. Do you even realize where me and Damon were born? They're like, no. I was like, outside of Chicago. I mean, we're talk- I'm 47 years old. My cousins are in the- almost their 30s by this point. They had no clue. No clue that I was a Midwesterner. Well, they're that young. Um, my closest cousin was about 14 years younger than me, uh, 10 to 14 years younger than my me. closest is eight years younger than me. Yeah. No, I mean the, the oldest girl, my cousin, Erica mm-hmm. was 11 and then she had a sibling three years later than another sibling two years later. So I'm yeah, like, my first cousins are between eight and eight. I think years my younger youngest cousin, I am. I'm 17 yeah, years I'm older 18 than years my, older. Yeah, yeah, my youngest 18. cousin. There's so. pictures of me when I'm 18 and holding. So new. I didn't have cousins growing up. <laughs> me also, not, I, know, grew, I grew up yeah. a million miles away from yeah. everybody, um, but I did not have cousins. I didn't have that typical uh, high school thing. Like, my daughter has gone to the same school system since birth. Yeah. She's never gone anywhere else. She knows people since. And, and so when I moved from Georgia to North Carolina, all these people are like, I've known you since the first grade. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. I'm in sixth grade. I don't know mm-hmm. y'all the same way. Yeah. Now, granted, we grew up together. That's still six years of high school. Yeah. So you ingratiate. But they had cousins and they had family. And I'm just like, God, oh, don't have anything. But that's neither here nor now. Although my daughter right now, where she's at, she's with her cousin. Yeah. Because I didn't have a second child, my sister, my brother, and, you know, and sister in law didn't have a second child, yeah. so they were each other's sisters. They're yeah. they're almost exactly two years apart, just like me and my brother were. Hmm. Um, so that is her sister, is her cousin. Yeah. So it's a little bit, little bit different. Um, but yeah, dude, a uh, little bit different when it came to Christmas dynamics back in the day. Um, but yeah, that Game Boy. Oh, I remember I wore that some bitch Tetris. <laughs> I mean, hours of yeah. Tetris. And uh, between that, I'll be honest with you. Between that and playing chess as a kid, I think that's why my brain works the way it did. I was mm-hmm. forced to think several moves ahead all the time. And whatever is going on in your brain, where it's connecting different things, mm-hmm. when you're in a uh, you know a certain age, I think that's it. Kind of led me into the way my brain. Thinks. Like, I'm very logical. There's steps, right? Yeah. 
Um, I was not the kid that drew. Like, I drew everything, but I did exact replicas. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm not that creative. But if you give me a pen and a paper and say, draw that duck, it'll look just like the damn duck. Because mm. I will literally just stare at it and make everything the exact same. But now, when you ask me to create something, now I don't have the duck in front of me. And they said, draw a duck? Um, yeah, it'd probably look more like a platypus. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, it'll have a bill. Yeah. It'll have some wings, but it will not look like any uh, earthbound creature you've ever seen. I can't create. I can reproduce in yeah. amazing detail. Uh, my daughter can create. She is a fantastic artist. Like, shocks me how good she is already. Uh, one of her presents was the giant uh, drawing board, like the professional drawing board that has Easel. the apps. With the different pins and uh, the erasing and yeah. the automatic background filler and thing. Oh, she's going to do some pretty crazy things. I, I can tell you that right now. Um, and so, yeah, that first scene in the movie, that immediately draws me in, right? Um, and then also, if I'm being honest, having a little brother. Yeah. Um, you know, the one that won't eat, that was Damon. You know, mm-hmm. um, the one I had to look out for. Yeah. You know, for a certain amount of time until, you know... It only took him till fifth grade to catch up to me and then be taller than me. Um, so it wasn't that close. But when we were younger, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, even with my cousins, when I was like 11, 12, and they're like one, two, and th- or by one cousin, rather, yeah. one, two, or three. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, that was my job. Like, I took care of the cousins. You're a teenager now. You're a man. Find a wife. You know, <laughs> one of those type deals. Get a, get a job at a coal factory and find yeah. you a wife and have babies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that was just what was pumped into my head. Uh, and so I think some of that definitely resonated. Um, the idea of the little orphan Annie decoder ring. Okay. There was nothing more than I loved as a kid, more than like a scavenger hunt. Okay, okay. Or some type of puzzle to, sci- to decipher to get to the main prize. Like, that was just who I was as a kid. So, again, it's an immediate attachment for me. I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to take the ring and decode some type of secret thing because I am the greatest spy in the world. And I'll save America <laughs> from the commies. <laughs> I mean, you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, you have a lot more in common with this film than I thought. I have a lot in it. I'm not going to lie. Um... And so those type of things are what kind of, like, ingratiated me to it. Um, now the humor, just good gosh, that dry panned humor, right? Yeah. That was hilarious. Um, hey, what was the name of the horse of the Lone Ranger's cousin? I don't know. Victor. How do you not know that? Sorry. Um, I've seen the movie way too many times. Um, that's what led to his major award. Um and so, yes, uh, you know, the school scenes. I don't think anybody, again, that's a zenial, doesn't remember the torture of that last week of school. Hmm. When it came to writing essays, I sucked. I have a, uh, you know, I've talked about it. I'm not ashamed of it. I have a pretty high IQ. I remember a lot. I can figure stuff out. Um, I am... Not Einstein-esque. Do, I do not compare myself to that dude in the slightest way. Other than one thing, I was horrible at English. Mm. Absolutely horrible. Um, I dread writing papers the way uh, people dread going to, like, traffic court. <laughs> uh, it's, that, it's that bad, yeah. dude. I hate writing papers. I hate it with every living bit of my being. I do not ever want to write a paper ever again. 
I, I have no interest. Okay. Uh, I, I just, ugh, it's something in my brain, and I don't know where it came from. Maybe I had a bad experience, and I just can't remember it or whatever. Cannot stand writing okay. freaking essays okay. or okay. papers. So when he's struggling with it, you know, yeah. he's like, never have the words flown from my pen. I'm like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> you know, because the one time you got to write about something you wanted to, not some dumb book that you had no interest in, Yes, I could actually get behind the writing and try to espouse myself, yada, yada, yada. Um, but Jesus, yeah. The, oh, that whole scene uh, with the paper and the essay, just it, unbelievable. Um, and so I think there's like certain key points throughout the movie as we discuss it that, at least for me, and I'm not that much older than you, um, but there's certain aspects of it that when I watch it, I'm almost like, damn, I wish... My kids could, well, not anymore because our daughters are almost 16 now. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean, though. Like, my daughter woke us up. This is a random fact. My daughter woke us up this year for the first time in 15 years to come and open Christmas presents. Oh. I don't understand what it was because I would wake my parents up at 4 in the morning. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody who didn't. Yeah. That's I, around our age. Yeah. My daughter, since born, we taught her about Santa. Yeah. We told her extra presents were going to come. Mm -hmm. She'd sleep in. <laughs> and then we'd be like, Santa came, let's go. And she'd be like, oh, really? Mm. And then she would get super excited when she mm -hmm. came downstairs. Mm -hmm. But there was something about it. That connection was never made. Yeah. But this year, we went all out. I mean, she's been through a lot with the in-laws moving mm -hmm. out and then with drama and all this yeah. other stuff. So we went all out. We got her a lot of presents. And, uh, yeah, she woke us up. It was fantastic. I don't care. I got to experience it one time. Yeah. I got to experience it once. So I'm yeah. happy as a lark. But she was like, let's go! <laughs> I mean, like, and it was awesome. It really was. That excitement in the morning was pretty damn cool. And I just <laughs> hadn't got to experience for a while. Now, I will say this. One thing that we did do differently, and I enacted this rule. Um, so I'll give a shout-out to Jason Goodman from 107.5 KZL because he said it, actually, on the radio. And I'm like, I totally agree with this guy. Um, slow it down a little bit. So you can enjoy it. Like, don't just go in Harry Carey. Rip open everything, and it's over in 30 seconds. Yeah. So this year, I actually said, all right, Savannah, you open two. Mom opens one. I open one. And we're going to go in a circle. Yeah. And it almost lasted 30 minutes, mm -hmm. 30, 45 minutes. And we are dying laughing mm -hmm. because everybody actually gets to see each gift I'm the Christmas corgis running around and stuff. Oh, by any, if anyone uh, follows me on social media uh, by any chance uh, and you saw the picture of my corgi with that bag on his head, um, that was actually filmed. He was, uh, Savannah was actually opening a gift. And she put the bag behind her, yeah. and he immediately ran over and stuck his head right in it because, oh, oh what? Well, I, you just took something out of here that I want to know about. Stuck his head down in it and then looked up with the thing on his head. Oh, I just assumed she put it on his no, head. No, dude. Um, actually, there's three other pictures. I didn't want to put them online because uh, her laughter is so, I mean, she is dying laughing to the point where her face is all crinkled up. Yeah. Um, no, literally, it's all these pictures of him just looking around trying to, like, toss it off his head. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take a picture, and then we'll get it off your head. Eventually, he just sat down and looked, literally pointed his head to me with the bag on it because he could hear my voice, and just sat there. And I'm, we are, again, great Christmas morning. That, yeah. I mean, we got the Amazon Alexa playing the Christmas music. 
you know, the mm-hmm. Christmas channel. Uh, the trees lit up. We have uh, drinks. Mom made uh, cinnamon buns for the morning or, mm-hmm. the, you know, the pastries. Yeah. Uh, no biscuits on Christmas morning. We get to eat sugar. Damn right. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my best Christmases ever. I'm going to be honest with you. No stress. No one was there. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. I've been other places yeah. for Christmas. This time it was just us. Now, Tammy did have COVID. So we really didn't have a choice. <laughs> so that was part of it. Uh, you know, just like six months ago when I had COVID and it ruined July 4th and yeah. some other events. Because then I got the flu right after I had COVID because there was I wasn't breathing. Um, yeah, a little bit weird in that sense. Not having mom, dad, cousins, and having this gigantic Christmas. Yeah. Um, but we'll have it next week. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude. So many parallels to the movie we're talking about, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, so, uh, you know what? I've been talking for a little bit. Do you want to, can we take a break and then we'll get back into it? Yeah. All right. Faithful listeners, uh, we will keep yammering on about how awesome Christmas is and the comparisons to the Christmas story. Welcome back, faithful listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, Hey, hey, Mr. Carter. Um, <laughs> yes, we're old. We admit it. Um, we're going back in on Christmas story. We've had some laughs. We've had some cries. Oh, we're going through it. We're going to continue you know through the movie, yeah. talking about the themes. Go ahead, sir. I apologize. You I apologize. Know, at the end of the movie, it ends with uh, the old man and the wife having a drink out the window. As it Looking snows. at that snow, I, that and you know, with the Christmas tree lit right there, and um, some, that that gives me the feels when I see some it. Some of my favorite memories. From childhood, are looking out my windows somewhere between the time period of the 21st to the 26th, which is today. Yeah, yeah, sure. And looking out and watching it snow. Oh, or boy. Flurry. Or oh, a my. Brief snow um, shower. So, for the hoping faithful listeners, which we do have a lot of folks that are in different countries. Yeah, we um, do. So, where we are at is mid Atlantic. All right. So if you yeah. if you're not from the U.S., we're mid at like the very bottom mid Atlantic or the very top of the southeast. Yeah, whatever way you, you want to. I I personally consider it the mid Atlantic because too. of the barrier reefs, and then like I think North Carolina, Virginia makes a good little it does area where we're going to call it literally the middle of uh, the United States East Coast. And um, I you know grew up in Georgia. I mean, well, I was born in Chicago. There was 24 Georgia's inches. Georgia's definitely southeast, right? Um, Chicago, 24 inches or more, my parents have told me, on the ground the day I was born. Yeah. And that's in April, right? End of April. Oh, well, the day I was born, it sleeted like the devil, apparently. No way. And that was November the 13th. Well, you're a rain baby, too, then. Or yeah. precip- what I call precipitation <laughs> yeah. babies. Um, and then Georgia, no snow. Although, I got to watch it flurry one time, and it was the first time that it had snowed in that part of Georgia for 107 years. And no, I'm not making that up because it was in the paper. Isn't that awesome when things like this happen? Hey, I got to see it flurry. But then when I came to North Carolina, as we said, not the, um, yeah, it was the 86. So The big storm. The big, big storm, storm that we storm talked about on the last podcast. We about a few storms. And I remember I sent you the post and about you the Superstorm yes, 93. The ni- I had totally gotten mm-hmm. the 93 and the 96 confused, yep. but mm-hmm. that was so awesome that you yeah. sent me. Thank you so much for it sending. It just popped up the very next day on my Facebook. A big yeah. brother is fucking listening. Yeah. Um, but, yes, that was so cool that uh, you were able to, like, confirm a memory of mine. Yeah. I'm like, yes, this is what I No, it was not as big as the 93 storm. But it was a decent storm. It was. It was we had a lot of snow. We did. Those were and two big so years, yeah. when I look out at that, I'm like, God, um, 
So for those who don't know, I'm not sure if I believe in global warming, climate change, whatever. I believe the planet goes through cycles. We already know there's been several ice ages, etc. Do I think we possibly are speeding it up? Yeah, there is a possibility of that. I think anyone that doesn't believe that is kind of bonkers. Now, I also believe that anyone who believes that we have somehow taken a gigantic planet and sped up that process to the point where it's going to kill us within the next 15 years, yeah, you're a little wonky. Well, the Industrial Revolution, it's hard to think of that didn't happen and speed up everything. I mean, that we Again, put a lot of shit in the air. Sped it up a little bit, yeah. sure, but not not the, the uh, uh, perfect storm. No. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll give you that. I, I don't understand how they really... I think certain gets, aspects of hot. life are just repeating I'm tell themselves. You right now, it's hot in a lot of places in America and in yes. other places of the world, and people live there. And also and, within the United States, there is a deep freeze in the middle and, that is and, causing traffic delays. So these are and these are this is the, these are temperatures people live in where they say this is the two point one degrees Celsius mark that's going to kill all the world, and um, people already live at that temperature. And I, I, I wonder what they say when they look at it and they're like. Well, that's what it is now. Well, what the what the what the hell? If the world goes through a natural like, heating and you know cooling what? phase, I don't think that with all the shit we put in the air, we're not uh, contributing to it. I'm not dumb. Yes, we are a thousand percent contributing to it. We put too many chemicals in the air. At one point, we had destroyed part of the ozone. Now it's grown back because we outlawed CFCs. Yeah, we fix things. So we're America. I just don't America. I just don't know about the whole we're going to kill kill. But you never know. I could be wrong. I'm not worried about that. What I can say, and it's in direct reference to what you were talking about. I've had so few times when I've been able to sit at a window and just watch it snow. That yes, yeah, I consider it literally one of the most peaceful moments on the planet. Yeah, low light, maybe a fire, um, and just watching it drop. It is so peaceful, dude. It is yeah. just ridiculously peaceful. So back to, I'm sorry, I, I bounce around a lot. So me and Ben being on the Mid Atlantic, we are seeing warmer than normal temperatures. Yesterday yeah. on Christmas, it was sixty freaking degrees. It, yeah, or close enough to count. Yeah, close was, enough for government work. At least it was cloudy. It was day before on the twenty fourth. Yeah, I wore shorts outside. No, no, I was not happy. So yeah, me neither. And the reason being, even in Georgia, growing up, it was still fucking cold. Yeah. Like I mean, it never a chance of it going to snow, <laughs> but it was chilly, right? Yep. Like I don't like Christmas when it's warm. No, I don't want to have Christmas I, in Savannah. I know Southern Hemisphere people are like, oh, you know, screwed you. But, hey, it's it's snowing. I know you don't celebrate July 4th. But, you know, to me as an American with my mind frame, mm-hmm. July 4th is pools, barbecues, hanging out in the heat with yeah. friends, you swimming. You know, that's kind of like the idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Christmas should be the exact opposite. Yeah. Six months later, it should be cold and brisk outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, been very disappointing, dude. So in terms of the movie that we're talking about, that is just weird uh to me to even think about a white Christmas. Now I know you've experienced one, um, but not me, dude. Never. So you weren't here that Christmas those years ago. Um, I was, but remember I was in High Point and it didn't snow there. I drove into Winston. I remember because a hydroplane, not hydroplane, but so I, I slipped on the ice, and I ended up facing the opposite direction on 40. Thank God it was 6 o'clock in the morning, 
Yeah. And there wasn't traffic. But yes, I mean, you know, as a hospital worker, mm-hmm. oh, if you don't come, I'll send a truck for you. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was driving the Rogue <laughs> in, yeah. and that thing, uh, you know, I didn't get the four-wheel drive. Um, I got the two-wheel drive one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my God, it scared the piss out of me. And I'll never forget it because I, I was like, man, I must have had a guardian angel. Because when I slid, I ended up six inches from the guardrail. Hmm. I mean, literally six inches and the whole side of my car is gone. But for some reason, I landed up perfectly yeah facing the opposite direction and all i had to do was just kind of turn my car very softly and get to the hospital that morning Hmm. and yes it was awesome i got to see snow but you could literally watch a i don't want to say demarcation line whatever the word is for where the the weather changes soon as i got to high point no snow i've experienced things like that before but but the also thing snow was magnificent so the same thing happened another time when i was working at the other place down the road not the b but the f yeah um and 14 inches in High Point, 2 inches in Winston. Yeah. And so when I called in saying I can't get my car out, they're like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And back in the day, there was no such thing as camera phones yep. or FaceTime. Mm-hmm. They're like, You're, there's no way. Like, yeah. just no. And I'm like, I am buried because I was staying with Tammy at the time mm-hmm. um, and, and, and one of the old houses she, she used to live in when we were dating. But yeah, dude, never had no no white Christmases for me except driving into the hospital, yeah. and then you know what like Christmas is at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slower. Families do come visit. Doctors are off. Yeah, you're not getting anything done. You're not going to get a damn thing done. It's mostly like it's Christmas maintained. Yep. Like don't let anybody die. We're not going to discharge anybody today. Um, we would have discharged them the last two days and made your life an absolute hell. Um, and we'll go into that like when we start doing our medical podcast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about though. Mm. Um, so yeah, just a different time and a different feeling. I wish I had a white Christmas and actually we've talked about it cause there's a possibility after the new year. It's been so long since me and Savannah played in the snow. Yeah, I bet so. Um, couple of years ago, like way before the in-laws moved in. So we're talking at least five, six years. 2018 was the Was it really? Was that snow? the last one? Wow, good memory. Yeah. And I remember being with her because we could tromp in it. Like literally, you know, Einstein. That's the, the video I put mm-hmm. on when mm-hmm. Einstein was a puppy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, literally, he looks like a rabbit. He, the pop, snow pop, pop. is above his head. And he's yeah. going bonk, bonk, bonk in the snow and having yeah. such a great time. You know, me and Savannah walked down to the uh, community park yeah. and had a snowball fight. <laughs> How fun is that, dude? I mean, come on. Like, when you're 10, having a snowball fight with your dad out in the you know, ah, so much fun. Ever since then, promises, promises, promises. So many letdowns. So many times when even our guy at W Risk yeah. thought there might have been a chance. Now, I will give props to that guy because uh, Big D um, from W Risk. Uh, you know, he does not call the wolf out, you know, the mm-hmm. snow dog out unless it's necessary. He is immensely accurate, like crazy accurate. He's pretty good, yeah. Um, he's never been wrong except for once um, that I remember. Yeah. And that was one time where I thought we were going to get snow. And yes, it has snowed in the last five years, but to no avail, right? Yeah. You've seen some pretty snowflakes. Yeah, pretty much. About <laughs> there it. was one time where he was calling for a, a dog-ended snow and... uh it didn't happen. Something happened like at the nth hour where the the pressure low moved out yep. or there wasn't the cold didn't come in, whatever it was. I just remember waking up and yeah, this is terrible to me for to say, but I was like, damn it, I gotta go to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was so looking you know what I'm saying, yep. as a dad, Snow you know day. what I mean. Oh my gosh. Me and Savannah, hot cocoa, put on like 
my old hunting gear, you know, which is waterproof with my big Gore-Tex boots that were my hiking boots when I was Mm -hmm. hiking the trail. Waterproof to, oh, put my little cap on, get your gloves. Oh, oh, so much fun. And, uh, yeah, I miss that, dude. I really, really do. I miss that so badly. Now, um, I'm not necessarily saying that I want it to snow repeatedly and over and over again. So (laughs) my buddies up in Maine, like I told you about, they've had snow on the ground for at least two months. It has not even gone away. Um, Now, it's not bad. You know, the roads are clear. But there's snow, you know? uh, So, um, yes. So when I watch Christmas Story, I live a little bit vicariously through that. Um, And so it's just, I mean, I don't know it's different. So... Um, another aspect of that movie that I thought was awesome was the bully. Now, uh, I remember middle school, yeah, and there was a bully, but for whatever reason, he didn't mess with me. Maybe yeah, there's it was always a bully at every school. I, I, I pretty no, much nearly remember, every grade. I went to I went to private school. No bullies. So oh. when I came to private school for the first time, number one, my grade had twelve people in it. Oh, my whole grade. So my was fifth this a log grade cabin school? No, private school in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was K through twelve. Like all of us fit on one campus, yeah. right? Um we did go to a log cabin and learn how to dip candles. Um off subject completely, I know. However, I came here. Giant white bully, old redneck, two years older than he should have been, you yeah. know. Gotcha. And uh he never messed with me. Again, maybe it was my size, because I've always been kind of a big kid. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm still the nice kid, right? Like I laugh with everybody. I'm not getting in his face or trying to antagonize him or whatever. I'll never forget it. We were in sex ed, of all things, and he sat beside me because of his last name. Yeah. And he reached over, and he gave me the punch from Christmas Story. Like, just <laughs> wailed on my arm. It didn't hurt. So I looked at him, and I was like, that was a good one. And he died laughing. Yeah. He died. I mean, he cackled. Mm-hmm. He said, you thought that was a good one? That's awesome. Die. And from that moment on, he never messed with me. Yeah. Um, there was a black kid that was nice to everybody. Now, I will be honest. The redneck kid was not nice to everybody. Yeah. The black dude was abnormally built for a 12-year-old. Like, okay. had muscles already. Yeah. Sort of like, maybe like a LeBron or okay. something, you know, yeah. where he's almost a man at 12. You know, I saw <laughs> like him the play. Rock. I did. Oh, my gosh. Perfect example. That picture of yeah. the rock yeah. with his hair and the mustache. He's huge. <laughs> um, that is so funny because he said because of the mustache and his muscles, everybody thought he was a narc. Yeah. Because he changed high schools a mm-hmm. lot. And yes, if I looked, you're 20 fucking years old. You're not in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this guy, he still looked young, but he was just abnormally built. And he was his rival. It, was, it, it There's no way we're going more than three months without them fighting in the cafeteria. I mean, <laughs> and an all-out epic brawl. Yeah. I mean, slamming through tables and people and teachers. Awesome. Um, so, again, like, there's so many stories I can tell about how I could immediately, like, oh, God, yeah, I remember that dude. Like, he's the guy with yellow eyes and braces. <laughs> he, tall, skinny kid, right? Mm-hmm. He's, again, I'm two years old, but I'm still as tall as he is. Um, and I was fat when I was younger too. So I had a little girth on me. Um, I took a little while for me to get skinny. Um, but yeah, dude, I have an immediate, like, oh yeah. Now the only difference was the toady. Mm. I don't even, I've never experienced a toady before. Um, I did know that there were kids that hung out with him for the sole reason of like, he's the protecting angel. Yeah. And if he laid in on somebody, then they would lay in on them too. Like take advantage of the fact that that guy's here. Maybe you call them a toady, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never had the toady necessarily, but I had the bully. Um, and so once again, something that immediately con as a kid, it concretes like, Oh, 
I've got this. Oh, I've got this. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I've got that. Um, you know, it's the different things. And so um, this movie has that way. If you're a certain age, and it may be, and I'm not going to say if you're outside of that age range that you can't identify it. Now, it'd be a little bit harder nowadays with certain plot lines. Again, the walking, the bullies. Yeah. I mean, we're very anti-bully now, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and nobody gets a well, BB gun it's anymore. surprising the amount of kids I see walking just to and from school out here at Reagan High School. I had no idea. Now, I see a lot of kids walking to a stop. Like no, to man, a bus they stop. Walk, they walk, if they're within a mile, they have to, they, they, the buses will not take them. No way. I had no idea that still happened. Yeah, so. I was surprised. Um, and there's not sidewalks where this school is. So okay. I'm like walking on the side of the road, man. Oh, so it's not even like they had where those giant like neighborhood sidewalks. Yeah. These so, kids are like traversing like weeds and hills. Oh my gosh, stuff. I had no clue. Like I, I remember, it blows my mind, man. I remember first and second grade at R.B. Wright Elementary in Moultrie, Georgia. Um, there were kids who walked because the school was in the middle of a giant neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, we're talking like a hundred yards for some kids, like literally not that far. And every single neighborhood in my town in Southwest Georgia had the sidewalk. Yeah. The school was literally like, there were two walkways on either side of a yeah. main road. There was a crossing guard. All the kids oh, yeah, piled the, in, the, the, the you know, school right across from my neighborhood. You can walk to that school. Oh, easily. really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Like uh, middle school. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then there's a elementary school right down here in the town square where I live. No way. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, but the, for some reason the high school there just there is not sidewalks yet. But for uh, some reason I suspect that there there will be sidewalks around the high school within ten years. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, I'm all for anybody walking versus you know at least some I think exercise. That's going to make a comeback. I think. I the hope next so. Twenty years and I, with the way we're moving in this society. Well, I mean, also with. Uh, I mean, especially the influx of dual income, I mean, housing, you don't have a choice, you know, if you want to live a certain place. And the, uh, I mean, they're not as independent as we were. (laughs) They didn't disappear for 10 hours and then come back. Um, But also, if they do, because of this, the YouTube can see it, but no one online, the the cell phone. Yeah, man. Um, There's a geo tracker in it. You know what I mean? Like, I never worry about Savannah because I can find her at any second. Pretty much. Um. But yes, and, and we're also so obese as a country. Um, yes, it would be really good to get kids, even if they're looking at their phone the entire time. I don't care if you're playing Pokemon. Yeah. Are your legs moving? Is your yeah. heart pumping a little bit more? I think that's an excellent thing. Yeah, I mean, thing. I, you know, we're moving into like you know an electrified country as opposed yeah, to we a, are. you know petroleum based or whatever. And that's so, a good move, you know. And I think with that, I think smart grids and things, you know, yeah, you know, sort of like build schools. Oh, and grid like you just said. Hate to so they uh, walk in. Hate you know? to interrupt, but I this is because of the super nerd. Um, guess what? They've reproduced three times in a lab. Oh damn! I know this. I just read it, but I can't remember what was it. Nuclear fission. That's right. That's right. They did. Or fusion. Fission. Yes. Smashing them together. I know. Not splitting them apart. Um, if that can be sustained, like I hate to go all nerdy on it, but you know the cartoon we were talking about off mic. He still has his arc reactor mm-hmm. in his chest because it's an older Tony Stark. Clean renewable energy. Hmm. Unlimited energy. Yeah. If you could put one of these in every state. Or two in every state. No one has to burn coal or produce radioactive waste anymore. That is a massive yeah. deal for our planet. That is. Um, you're talking about being able to unlimited, if you can reduce it. That's the whole thing. Miniaturize. Yeah. Yeah. If you put one of those in a spaceship, you don't have to carry solid fuel. Man. 
So your weight goes down yeah, immensely. Right. That is amazing. Now we're talking about being able to have constant thrust in the vacuum of space. I mean, the the, the possibilities are unlimited, really. Um, well, this guy probably just won a Nobel. I hope so. I mean, if they can reproduce it several more times and then get it to work. Um, they had gotten up to like 0.4 efficiency. If mm-hmm. they can get above 0.5, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, that means technic- we're not really, you know breaking the law of returns you know you're not supposed to be able to get more it's like a perpetual engine machine mm-hmm. or perpetual motion machine you can't get more energy out of something than you put into it well, yeah however there are per- perpetual motion machines they use magnets uh there's no energy being put into the system yeah the energy is in a already charged thing and you can get more energy out of it now you can't scale that you know, yeah, you can make a marble run around a track. There's no way to create energy, you know, out of that. When you smash atoms together and that heat that comes off of that, yeah. you can boil water. If you can boil water, you can create steam. Steam will power pistons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, dude, that's super exciting. So I know off subject, but that would be super exciting. Um, and also, just because China's having such a hard time, it's been 30, 37 days below zero in China. Wow. Yeah, dude. Um, it just broke it on Christmas Day. It, it rose above freezing. Hmm. And so uh, power grids were going down hmm. um, because they couldn't keep up with the demand. You know, yeah. people are trying to draw heat into their houses, and they can't. Not enough energy And then to they're fighting that new virus over there, too, at the same time. They are, but eh, you know me. I'm, I'm skeptical on anything that... I was skeptical about COVID, and I'm not a COVID denier. I'm not a No, COVID... you've had it. You know it's real. I know it's real. But I also know that numbers exist, and possibly the virus, or excuse me, the it's not a vaccine. The shot. It is a shot. Prevented a lot of folks from getting it, and that's why the death rate did not go up. However, if you look at the final numbers, flu was a close second. Not even, it was, it'd be different if it was a distant second. It was a close Second, um, so maybe we overreacted a little bit, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to know why, by God, there's a COVID test for home, but there's not a flu test for home. You know what? I've never thought about that. That's genius, Ben. That is genius. I've never thought about that. It's big pharma in your pocket again. Oh my gosh, that is brilliant. I'm not. I'm not bullshit. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I have never really thought about that. Why there's not a flu test for the home, but you can get COVID tests three for a dollar in certain times of the year. I mean, obviously, yep. so they're free. They're, they're giving them away. They have so many at times. Yes, they Please threw take them. they threw some away, um, and it was weird because Tammy's uh, test mm-hmm. now it was expired. Maybe that makes a difference, but she was way negative on that test and went to you know I was talking to you. Yeah. We went to the. It didn't take 30 minutes. They knew she had it. Yeah. And they were doing the the big daddy test. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. Well, we won't go into that. But anyway, <laughs> unlimited energy. We're going to get off of that subject immediately unlimited. and go back to Christmas yep. story. Yep. 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 Um, so, What's I'm going to keep the, talking about look, different things. I oh, I'm ask sorry. You another, nope. Let me ask you a question. Did not mean What's the most embarrassing gift you ever got from a family member? Embarrassing? Yep, like when he got the rabbit suit, remember? Mm. I'd say that's that's to him. That's his no, most that's embarrassing a, thing. That is a perfect example. I do not. I, honestly, I never had a family member that liked to make things. So neither. No. Um, I don't think I experienced it that way. No. Now, as an adult, when you play Dirty Santa, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say 
Oh, and I did Dirty Santa. Like, I knew the rules, and I played somebody so hard. Like, I enticed this woman to take it from me just because I knew Tammy was next, yeah. and I could switch them back out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. The look on her face was terrible. And once you take a gift mm-hmm. for the second time, it can yeah. never be taken again. Okay. Um, but, yes, in that same party, I got a set of furry handcuffs. Oh. And I shit you not, Ben, every gift was a candle, liquor, a gift card. Mm-hmm. One schmuck decided to buy a gag gift, and I ended up with it. <laughs> I mean, like 30 people back in the day. That I mean, because mm-hmm. the people that uh, you know I went to school with and that Tammy worked with at the hospital, uh, you, you know, we all used to get together a lot. And we're talking about young families. So, I mean, there's tons of people, yeah, tons of couples. And, yes, let's say there were 30 gifts. 29 of them were cool. And you got the worst one. Yeah. That's as close as I can get to the embarrassing gift. I never had an embarrassing gift. I had a terrible gift one time. Yeah. Um, and I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, I know I've brought it up twice, faithful listeners. Like, if you don't want to talk about it, why you bring it up? Yeah, you got me on that one. Um, but it's a little bit on the sad side. So we're not going to talk about it. But I did have one Christmas where my gift was so disappointing, um, even my mom said something about it. Like, mm. why did you get him that? Oh, your father? To my mom, to my dad, yes. Mm. Um, and so I can't say I relate with the pink bunny suit. However, that is one of my favorite scenes just because of the ludicrous idea of wearing that romper <laughs> um so i get it i mean everybody gets socks or ties or whatever you know yeah ugly sweater oh uh, the ugly sweater and i've had a couple of ugly sweaters yeah. of course everybody gets ugly sweaters. but i don't think anything was embarrassing though I, I think i could go that far um the helping dad with the car tire definitely have done that before mm. it's only happened once or twice i mean obviously Maybe fifties yep, cars. Maybe fifties yeah. cars. Maybe they're a little bit more propensity. I don't know if they had perfected tires. I think I had blocked that out of my memory until just now. Yeah, just one time. It doesn't and it, go well ever. Oh, see, mine wasn't bad because literally I was smart enough to turn the hubcap upside down, and he just dropped everything in it. I didn't yeah. carry crap, so think you know, work smarter, not harder. So I yeah. didn't have that experience. Um, but I definitely get the experience of like cussing the first time on accident in front of your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I never got my mouth washed out with soap, but yes, the first time I cursed in front of an adult, the one that's burnt into my brain, not necessarily my parents, um, I was over at my best friend's house, he had a pool, I was dressed in nice shorts and a nice shirt, but they had huge floats in the pool, Yeah. so I kind of just plopped down on a float and was just piddle paddling around like just minding my own business his mom came out and started squirting us with a hose (laughs) and i'm like please stop like i've got good clothes on and she just laid in on me right like kind of a little bit on the mean side and i'm like will you please turn the damn hose off and she's like why don't you get out of the damn pool and i broke as you know when you're a little kid somebody cusses at you i broke and i'm i start crying i'm like fine i'll just leave yeah you know and then i I knew. I knew better. So I went ahead and told my mom, like, yeah. I, I can't have this adult call and then them find out. Yeah. I'm going to tote an ass whooping. Um, and so, yeah, that was the first time I remember cussing in front of an adult. And I had, a, like I said, not the mouthwashing, but my mom was like, what? 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 <laughs> you know, the, yes. I mean, she was ter- just, oh, just terribly mad at me. Terribly mad um, because I had uttered the wordy dirt. 
I don't even consider that a, a bad word. I mean, it's in the Bible. I used to try to get away with it every I mean again, smart ass kid, I admit it. Too smart for my own good. Be like, man, when that fish ran into that dam mm-hmm. just to get the just to see the ire on their faces. Yeah. Like, really? Gosh, I hope they don't go to hell. What? You know, biblical hell. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time in preschool. I mean, you know, in yeah. Sunday school. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I can't really say anything because mm-hmm. it's a Bible word. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, yeah, I remember, oh man, my dad, oh God, he just beat the piss out of me because I did get caught one time. Why I have trust issues from one of my earliest memories, like one of my best friends down in Georgia. I was like, my dad said a new dirty word. He's like, what, what is it? I was like, he said, bullshit. Mm. You ever heard that? And the guy, Nick so-and-so, Justin, just, I mean, immediately. And so they took me to the principals and I'm like, I did not say that. I said, battleship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, everybody's going to believe that bullshit yep. out of a first or second grader. So I got a paddling from school. Yeah, went back when they could yep. actually mm-hmm. paddle yep. you. I got paddled at school, and then I got my ass tanned uh, when my dad got home. So mm. so I do have some memories about yep. the, the – actually, when it it mattered when people cursed. Nowadays, it's, yeah, whatever. Intelligent people curse, whatever. You know I what don't I mean? care. I've, 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 I told my daughter, once she turned 13, I said – don't say this in front of an adult. But if you're in front of me, I don't care. I say, I'm not going to be the hypocrite that cusses all the time, and I admit I cuss a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the one that cusses and then tells you, do as I say, not as I do. Just, I refuse to do that. Just, don't, talk, don't talk like this in front of your mother. Oh, my God, I did the same thing. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, don't tell your mom I said this, <laughs> but you can tell me whatever you want. That's basically what I said. We can talk like this. Just don't talk. Yeah. Not, not in front of you. I found out my daughter's hidden Instagram account. Mm. recently and started going through some of her posts and i'm like she sounds just like her old man mm. <laughs> i know she wrote this without thinking i would ever yeah. read it yeah. but she was talking about somebody being an ass hat i'm yeah. just like oh god that's my that's my child yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but i don't care i really don't they're just words yeah keep it polite in polite society yeah, right ass hat. I like it. from supernatural yeah what dean used to call people an ass hat of course she sat on my lap watching supernatural so much back in the day so um and then i would say another thing uh you know being a jewish individual uh chinese on christmas day yeah every year school was shut down some of us were left in the fraternity house mm-hmm. my relationship with my parents wasn't always the best so, so i spent Several Christmases by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a lot of folks from New York and beyond, like, yeah. in the house. Every Christmas when we were by ourselves, pack up, go down to the Chinese buffet. They're always open on Christmas. Yeah, And, in fact, that little sign that you might have seen it going around. Now, I don't see it as much, but back in the day, you would see the sign from the... Ch- we appreciate our Jewish customers. We will be open. <laughs> I mean, they were like, come <laughs> in. We'll have a buffet for you. Yeah. It's not Christmas to them. It's not their fault. No, nope. they're not Christians. They don't. You know, they got Chinese New Year. It's not going to be open on Chinese New Year. Yeah. That's their holiday. Whatever. Hey, you celebrate. You do you. Right. That's the way I've always believed. But yes, that was something I always did. So when they go to the something something palace, Fu King Palace or yeah. whatever the hell yeah. it was, um, Wong, I can't remember. My brain's not as good as it used to be. But whatever it was, them sitting there in an empty restaurant. Yes. I'm like, well, there'd be, maybe this is, if this was from Ohio or whatever, I'm like, well, there's probably not a lot of Jewish folks. Um, No, it was like Indiana, I think, or something. Oh, is it it Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Midwest, literally Midwest, yeah, it not Northern is. Midwest. It's a dead, dead, dead middle, basically. Um, but yeah, I remember that. I mean, I was just like, yeah, it's just you could look around. I mean, Chapel Hill, lots of different religions, races, creeds. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very, very. Um, I would say even back then, twenty five years ago, twenty yeah, oh geez, twenty seven years yeah. ago, twenty eight years ago, <laughs> keep moving, yeah. Um, very, very culturally mixed. You know, people from everywhere went yep. to Chapel Hill. There was even a um, exchange student dorm, like a whole dorm that was just dedicated. They had Chinese wing, Japanese wing, oh, really? French wing. That's yes, cool. like they made sure everybody could, like you had something from yeah. home there, you know. So they put you in like little categories. Um, yes, you, it, it was never empty on <laughs> on Christmas in Chapel Hill. Now it wasn't busy. But yes, you walk in. Shalom. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Hey." You know what I mean? It's either that or it's the, you know, the Indian yeah. guys or maybe some of the Chinese folks, mm-hmm. right? But the people who did not celebrate Christmas were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I kind of uh, I've always like, "Okay, that's kind of cool that they went to a China because <laughs> that is the one place that is open yeah. on uh on Christmas." So them cutting off the duck, the Peking duck. Yes. You know, and them calling it a a turkey, Chinese yeah. turkey. Uh <laughs> you know, it's 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 smiling at me, and then he just walk, yep. and then the the mom screams. Yeah, one of my favorites. You know what I mean? One of my favorites. And then the jingle bells, jingle no, yes. jingle fa la 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 la, fa ra 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 ra, and then they just oh, he's like get out of here. You know, um, I don't think I don't know if you could be able to get away with that uh, joke nowadays. No. Probably not. Even as simple and as innocent it is, is I yeah. don't know if you'd be able to get away with it. That's sad. I mean, it honestly is mm. sad that you couldn't get away with it. But, dude, come on. That's hilarious. That they don't have the L sound in their vocabulary. Of course they're going to make the R sound. Yeah. That's the closest. That's hilarious. You know? <laughs> so I think, um, I don't know. I've been talking for a long time. But what I feel like what I have um, been saying is mostly... Hold on one second. Give me five seconds. What, what I have been saying, eventually, the out was down, so uh, it might be so faithful listeners might be a little quiet after the break, but it'll be loud now. Um, it's just one of those movies that I think you hit it the best. Multi generational fun. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it one best. Of the few I think that hit. There's all not of them. very many like Elf. Multi generationally yeah, funny. Only, now, only, yeah, but it's. It skips a, f- it it cuts off. I think at the X, Elf does. Do you think so? I mean, because it's just so silly. Him yeah. eating noodles with, I mean, him telling Santa that he sits on a I throne. I think lies. our parents enjoy Elf. Oh, you know what? I had not thought about that. You're talking about from X and then up. up. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. I thought like, like X and after. Yeah. For I a think split we're second. like the one only ones that like. Like we're the last ones that enjoy that do, movie. Do you feel like it's almost like a Jim Carrey thing with the physical humor and like older uh, people, like boomers, are like, this guy annoys the piss I'm out like of me. I'm like a boomer with Jim Carrey. I'm not a big fan. Oh wow, I've always thought he was hilarious. That's when my old man comes out, as you put it earlier. Oh, that is fair. No, I, I mean, I get it. A um, gruff old man. I'm like, what's this guy doing? Oh no, see, I enjoyed it. Um, but also, I would say that Verano's ass. It's, huh? it's. Well, yeah, no, that was funny as hell. Um. <laughs> Your balls are showing. Bubble Bee to everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Those things are just freaking hilarious to me. Um, I get it, though. I, I do get it because I would say, like, Dick Van Dyke with the Pratt Falls. Yeah. I don't find Dick Van Dyke as funny. No. 
Mary Tyler Moore show, Dick Van Dyke show. Some of those had like physical comedy. I like Mary Tyler Moore show. I, I never enjoyed like Jim Neighbors goofy humor. I always thought it's like an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste, is it not? So I get it. Like once you said that, like the brain started churning. He kind of, to me, he was a bring down. Golly! Like, can you make North Carolinians look any more redneck? Yeah. And stupid when, oh, by the way, first state university, first HD signal. I'm not even going to go into all the things that North Carolina has <laughs> actually contributed to the country. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah, we have the Research Triangle Park. I don't know. There's this little hospital called Duke down here. Yeah, but no, here we have this gay, goofy, gay, gay auto mechanic guy. Seriously. I mean, dude, come on. But to the movie, you know, what are the... Th- Oh, yeah. When he's working on the furnace, what I was going to say is... Pompuses! When he's doing all of the, the the cursing, but it doesn't sound like cursing. It's yes. The furnace nugget nugget. It's like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. I think that's a callback. Oh, my gosh. I never made that connection either. That's that's brilliant, dude. That yeah. is, that's actually a good one. Yes, sir. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, also, there's a little homage there. He even said, like, I learned all of these words from my father. Yeah. It's a, it's a family movie. So I would say him screaming those nonsensical words yeah. while he was down in the basement mm-hmm. kind of mimics the same sounds that you would normally hear from your dad if he was cursing. So I thought they <laughs> they handled that with kid gloves, but they did a great job yep. with it. You know, um, that anger of trying to, oh, you try, know, we, when you're trying to fix something. And right. And it's just, just not working. I never understood dad mm. anger till I was older, and now I understand. Oh gosh, it's it's not really anger. I think I think you could better classify it as like maybe frustration. That's what I was going to say frustration. Dad frustration, like mother humper, why don't you just work? Um, yeah. So a little bit different, right? Because bit. it's like you're trying to fix something that it's like just for some reason the ability to fix it is just this much. I think above your level. Once again, brilliant. It's the it'd be different if you knew you couldn't fix it. Yeah. But the fact that the uh, the the solution, the outcome yeah. that you want, is right on the tip of your tongue, right? Yeah, it's exactly. right there at your fingertips. You can feel yeah. what you want, but you just can't grasp it. You don't know why. It's either like it's above your mechanical abilities by just a touch, or your something your, frustrating. Your, is yeah, going it's on. Just, your brain is just won't put the piece together. Oh god, yeah. And you're just like. No, dude, you're yeah. That's a brilliant point. Hundred percent agree with you on that one. I, I get it, yeah. So the dad anger, I get. Well, ma. Yes. Um. You know, one thing. Um. We'll wrap it up here soon, but I will say this: the one thing I did not get as a kid that I got this year. Now I've seen it before, okay. but it just didn't kind of run through my head. Was the fact that the dad had such a bad hangover the next day. I never noticed it. I, okay. They were drinking the night before. You saw him doing it. And then yeah. he's like, oh, loud noises. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're right. Never put the two and two. Now, again, I did, but it never meant much because this year, you know, I was pounding mm-hmm. eggnog on the 24th. Yeah. It's one of the few. I mean, again, with Tammy having COVID, it's not that I had an excuse. I don't want to put it out there. But we had a reason to sit in the house all day yeah. for two days with nothing to do but watch TV. Yeah. So, yeah, on the 24th, I'm like, screw it. I got a rap presence and eggnog, eggnog, eggnog. Um, good Lord, Christmas morning. I did. I was not hungover. 
but boy, did I I didn't feel the greatest. <laughs> but I also wasn't drinking like straight liquor the way yeah. they were, or straight wine or whatever it is what they were drinking. Um, you know, this was watered down obviously mm-hmm. a lot. I'd probably put my eggnog at around twenty twenty five percent at least though, because mm-hmm. um, I do the Martha Stewart version. Um, but yes, just that whole. I've never, not once in my entire life, did I ever like drink on the twenty fourth. Huh. I've always been like you for a long time. Had to work on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Or I got to go back to the hospital in two to three days. Yeah. I don't need a hangover, right? Because um, I will say this: a little off subject. The worst feeling in the world, at least for me, um, in my working career, I've been hungover at lots of jobs. Nothing sucks worse than the hospital. That was rough. Um, number one, you get up so amazingly early, and then the worst part is, and this just, it's in, I mean, as I'm speaking, it's literally sending a chill down my spine. That idea that at 6.30 in the morning, you know, I got 12 and a half more hours before I get out of this bitch. Well, I did it on night shift. Oh. And night shift is pretty bad, too. Night shift would be worse to me because you don't have as much to do. There's not as many people. So I would, at least when I worked night shift, it seemed like those nights went really long. Yeah. So that 12 and a half hours would probably feel more like 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, daytime's a little different. Like I said, it's not busy. There's no doctors, but there's family. There's stuff to do. And, oh, I can go down. To, like, hey, the cafeteria is open, which it's not at night. <laughs> um, you know, I can pound back then when we had the smoothie place. Do the oh, energy. the cafeteria was open down in Charlotte. So I oh. got plenty of food. I that ate plenty of greasy food. And that is fair. Drank lots of coffee. And I, I was pretty um, good. I was doing feeling pretty good by about 3.30. The B had that... Um, had the smoothie place where it had the energy yeah. that you could add into it. That's that saved my butt a lot of. I mean, a couple of times. I, think I had some chicken tenders and French fries, and I was feeling sushi, good. sushi, sushi, sushi. After they opened that, yeah. I was always good for lunch because one of the few things that I can eat that doesn't make me feel like crap. Um, again, off subject, but one of the worst days at the B was getting those stupid bagel dogs at eleven. <laughs> yeah. My God, Brugger's bagel dogs are so freaking good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's heaven. It's literal heaven to me. Yeah. But within a half an hour to 45 minutes, and the burn starts to happen. Uh. I'm talking about heartburn that causes you to have palpitations. It's mm. that bad. <laughs> um, heartburn that makes you wish you were never bored. Good uh, stuff. Oh, it was so good. Don't get me wrong. So delicioso. But I paid for it for the next, like, seven to eight hours. Almost the rest of the day. So it literally, uh, you know, it's it's hard enough being there, but trying to do codes. Oh, I remember getting in a code, and I'm doing chest compressions, and I'm like, I'm about to vomit acid all over this person. <laughs> I had to keep it in my head. Yeah. Don't vomit. Don't vomit. Don't vomit. <laughs> staying alive. Staying alive. Push <laughs> on this guy's chest. Pain alive. Stay, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh, <laughs> you're moving. Your belly's just sloshing around, yeah. and it's just acid, just yeah. washing up your throat. Oh, God. Now, that was when I was in my 20s. Yeah. In my 40s. Now it would be literally, I've got a fistula between my esophagus and my trachea. I'm done. Just send me home or give me a bed right beside that yeah, guy. Just gonna die. Oh, I would. Dude, I have not eaten. And I, again, sorry, faithful listeners, we're a little bit off, but sometimes Ben and I get onto tangents. I haven't eaten more. So two days ago, I had a sandwich. That's what okay. I ate. Sandwich. No, I had Taco Bell. I had two burritos. That was it all day. Two days ago. Yesterday, 
I had Christmas. cinnamon buns in the morning and a okay. burger in the evening. That's all I've eaten in two days. Okay. Today, not eaten. What are you? What are you? It, what are you getting the at? The burn. The burn. Every time I eat, the burn sneaks up. I'm telling you, the 47 year old burn is so different than the 27 year old burn. You're still you, for what? When is heartburn, this? undescribably, unbelievably painful heartburn, dude. You need to, you need to get something to fix that, buddy. Well, you you got me the chalky goodness over here, <laughs> the oh natural ones, and you've noticed I'm eating them like candy. Yeah. I can't get it to stop. I did uh, Pepto Bismol. Yeah. And the burn still was there. I think uh, there's something with the Jewish bloodline and that. Might be. You know what? It was funny. Howard was always doing Pepto or those things. You know what? You're right. And I remember when I was in San Francisco one time, I met a couple of guys from Australia. Like, just happened to bump into them. They were nice. They had a car. You know, we were hanging out. And something, he said something. Like, I remember this guy specifically saying something about the Hebrew genes. Like, between the anxiety and the heartburn, I just <laughs> and this was like twenty years ago, twenty five, twenty seven years ago, and I'm like, wow, now that you've just and made the connection with Howard <laughs> Wallowitz, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you, dude, the uh, heartburn has been miserable. That's I probably didn't help it with drinking like sixty some ounces of eggnog or day. Oh my god, yeah, there you go. No wonder you're not hungry. You've coated your belly. With I, I made deliciously. Over, I think toilet, toilet wine eggnog. I think I made a hundred ounces of eggnog. Well, and I think I, I think I only have like about forty left. Good lord, yeah. Because is an anyone else drinking thing. it? It was an all. I started at noon. I remember. I'm like, I'm going to start drink. I'm not going to drink before. I'm going to start drinking at noon. And um, wow! And the weird thing is, also, it took till about five or six o'clock in the evening before I felt anything. You know what? I think it might have been a metabolism thing or something, but yeah, I didn't feel any of the alcohol. But once it kicked in, I'm like, you know what? I could feel dog. Whenever she pulled that awesome turkey out of the oven, set it down, and then them damn dogs got it, I could feel that. Because I, I felt the pain of the old man because that was a good turkey. You know when you walk by and you pinch off a little piece like he did? Dude, I used to do that's that a, shit. That is a great That is point. a man thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It really is. I don't think Tammy's ever – she doesn't cook much. But when she does cook, I'm constantly in there tasting. Right? Yeah. Um, and to probably look forward to something. Right? I mean, they are very depicted as like a middle-class Midwestern family. He, but he, the old man loved turkey. That's what – so what I'm thinking is yeah. he probably only gets it once a year. Probably. It's his Christmas turkey. Most people turkey. usually get turkey once, maybe twice. If a year, lucky. right? Yeah. So it's his Christmas turkey. Like yeah. Ralphie said, no no turkey sandwiches, no turkey gumbo, yeah. turkey whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? All that leftover turkey and the turkey bones used to make stock. I mean, they used everything. They did. She was that. She was a resourceful lady. Resourceful lady. And, um, yeah, dude, I think I could feel that, too, because... If it was the one thing, like you, because he worked right up until the day, right? Yep. If it's the one thing, you got one week off at Christmas, and it's the one thing you're going to be looking forward to. I don't remember a TV being in that house. They had a radio. They had a radio. They had a radio. So they probably listened to ball games. He was a huge Packers fan, yeah. right? They talked about the Packers playing the Bears. Yep. Um, man. And he that, obviously liked uh, Lone Ranger. Right. To that. So uh, meet little Anna and Orph. Little, little Orphan Orph Annie. Annie on the radio. Yeah. It's, or the, you know, God bless. And they listened to music because it was playing at the end while right. they were looking out the window. Well, I was looking out the window. So imagine if, like, that was your one thing. Like, dude, I'm going to get some turkey, open some presents, and do nothing for a week. Turkey and sandwiches. And guess what? Oh, my God. 
So, yes, you know my weakness when it comes to turkey sandwiches. I can't. Uh, you know, we're both upset. I didn't make get a turkey for Thanksgiving. I didn't either. I got one in my freezer right now. Wow. I am um, so having that bitch this week. Mom. Oh, God, yeah. Um, mom made turkey, but it was one of those breasts, and you just had it cut up, and mm. it wasn't like turkey that you cut, and you got big chunks. Yeah. That you have to like put on the bread like yeah. a Tetris, exactly. So you got the most coverage as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on, dude. And yes, I'm a Miracle Whip guy. Um, I know that's a that's a line down here in the South. <laughs> Mayonnaise, especially what is it? Hellman's. Hellman's no. is big around here. What's the other one? Kraft. No, there's another one. I can't remember what it is, but there was an argument on the radio station uh, between two types of mayonnaise. Um, I'm a Miracle Whip guy. I, I like, don't care. It's a, it's a white, gooey substance that you put on your bread. To, I, you I know, like give the, the tang. I'm going to be honest. I like the tang of Miracle Whip, but there's something about re not reheated because I just get it up to room temperature. I never heat my turkey back up. Really? No, I don't want to I can eat it cold or I can eat it warm. See, I'm a little bit weird. I never want a warm turkey sandwich unless... It's a Hawaiian roll, and I'm taking the turkey from my plate and putting it in between the roll and then dipping it in mashed potatoes and the gravy and just shoving it into my pie hole. That's funny because that's what I got to make my sandwiches with Hawaiian rolls. Uh, and I'm planning, I'll, I'll put my turkey on there with the mayonnaise or whatever, I kind of miracle whip, whatever I oh, have, yeah. with some cranberry sauce in there too. You know, I hate cranberries. But I get it because it gives it a little something else, Just right? The sweetness, of yeah. The come cranberry on. jelly stuff. Oh, it's so good. I understand the sweetness, like the the yeah. additive to the sandwich. Um, but yes, no turkey sam, no no Thanksgiving or Christmas turkey sandwiches for me. Poor man, me either. But I'm gonna get some now. And that old man missed his turkey because of them damn dogs. Yeah, dude. I think we went down a good rabbit hole. And we hole watched that, that, and then that dog's tail or ear got caught in the door, and all the wives go, "Oh, right there!" Seriously, I'm like, screw that dog. It is a that folded dog deserved piece, that. It's a folded piece of brown yeah. cloth. It, that, that was not the best, yeah. and I've never been able to tell. Is it supposed to be its ear or its tail? I don't know, but either way, that dog deserved. A little bit of pain for eating that man's turkey. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd, I'd have given full range to the boy to go outside with his baby rider bubble gum and yeah. say, "You need to, you need to plug some asses." Yeah, something again, needs to happen. These dogs have run loose in our house. Once again, the BBs are not going to penetrate the skin, but it's going to be a shock and it's going to sting. And maybe the dog will say, "Ooh, maybe over there is not where I want to go." This is the South and. People who live out in the country do run animals off with firearms. Oh, yeah, they do. They shoot, they're probably plugging in the dirt right beside their head, unless they've done something atrocious. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately in the South, you're probably not going to see your pet for Christmas. Yeah, but I also don't think a lot of Southerners let their pets run through their neighbor's house. So we got to through the house. We got to we got to suspend like right. We got to suspend reality. I think That's a all Midwestern of us, thing. Well, you know what I mean. I think all of us have been in a situation where maybe there's a neighbor's dog, and it might not like you yeah. or whatever, or it does like you, but you're like, "Good Lord, quit circling my car and just yeah. let me get into that." But the whole like, oh, there's a pack of them, <laughs> and somehow they break it. No, <laughs> son, <laughs> broke it. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my God! Those you know worse. I mean? It's a pack of cats coming at us. I mean, honestly, like, oh my God! Let's herd these cats. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's gonna happen. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> did we leave anything out, dude? I don't know. With the, with the flagpole scene, we didn't talk about that. That one is not as important to me, just because again, it's not cold enough down here for us to have experimented with it. However, I do know that it's true. Some idiot on Facebook did it. And yeah. Yes, they were smart enough to have a warm glass of water. 
Literally. Flick is his name, right? Flick. All it yeah. takes is literally Flick and Schwartz. Yeah. Um, all it takes is warm water poured on your mm-hmm. tongue yeah. and it immediately pops off. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, does it not? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Warm water melts ice. <laughs> I don't know how they, why they didn't. The teacher's obviously a moron. Um, I ne- even as a young kid, I mean young, like 10, 11, 12, when I started, I never understood why the firemen decided to go out there and go, one, two's rip. Yeah. I mean, all it would take was even cocoa. You got hot cofo, like yeah, you got coffee, any, coffee, pour it on his warm. tongue, bamo zamo, you're no longer stuck. Yeah, I, I, even I realized that as a child too. And also, uh, fuck, dude, like who puts that much bandage on a tongue? <laughs> you're right. Like you, you can't <laughs> like they just bandage up a, <laughs> a burned <laughs> foot or something. Seriously, like oh my god, that, I mean he has got no blood flow to the tip. I mean he's gonna get necrotic and fall off. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. So. Anyway, uh, can you think of anything else? Did, did we miss anything else that you can think of? I don't think. I think I we've covered think so. it fairly well. Again, we're going this... through the movie and more or less concepting yeah. it versus just going through a straight is linear. This be our last episode of the year. No, hopefully next uh, Sunday. Remember, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Okay. Hopefully. Well, if not, this is episode forty-two, which means we only missed ten episodes for the entire year. And with vacations and stuff, that's not that bad. It's not bad, man. We that's did... not that bad. Episode a week. There's there's a lot out. of podcasts that are a lot more famous than us, and they tap out around 30, 35. Oh, that's pretty impressive. So, yes. I've done that research recently to see yeah. like what a season is to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Star Talk? No. Car Talk? No. Uh, all these ones that I've... Dak Shepherds, like Paul... I mean, uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan's. Yeah. Now, granted, he's going three hours at a time. It so. seems like they go. He didn't even have seasons. I thought his just went straight on. They kind of do. I mean, like the Kelseys are on episode like four hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Like, like Star Talk is on episode whatever. I mean, we are technically on episode whatever. Yeah. We like to break it into seasons just so it kind of helps us remember also. Yeah. Um, like what we were talking about at the time, and then that way we can project forward. You know. Yeah, it makes it easier to look up on the whatever. God. streamer you use god yes it is so much easier all right well then um well damn this has been a very fun talk it has. mr ben davis so um everybody out there in listening land faithful listeners happy christmas merry christmas and happy hana kwanzaa Christmaka to everybody i don't <laughs> i don't care what you celebrate if you're with family and having a great time then I'm happy for you, and that's what I want you to do. So uh, if we don't talk next week, which I still think we will, but if for some reason uh, something goes awry, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2024 to the faithful listeners. And as always, Ben Davis, take us out. All right, and uh, thank you very much for tuning in this week. And if we are back next week, we will be back with episode lucky number 43 and talking about everyone's favorite Christmas movie to round out December, Die Hard. Yep. That's right. And then when we come into January in our brand new season four, we're going to have guests. We're going to have a couple of guests for January. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to be back probably the very first week, but we'll come in in January sometime. we got to narrow that down with some very cool topics. And uh, you know we're on all the social media. We're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Going Commando with the 80s Kids. Um, and you can find us on Twitter. Uh, still 80s Kids? 
Yes. And uh, Twitter will be up in the new year. Uh, I know I've talked about it a bunch, but um, the uh, madness with Twitter losing so many uh, customers and so many people, I really have been kind of on a pause with it. Um, even Musk is talking about X, and they, oh my gosh, all the lawsuits oh, that are X, about to come out me. when it comes to X. Um, I'm not sure if that's your favorite social media platform, but I will start putting everything on there for you guys. Oh, X is really where you go to get stuff done on a corporate level, in my opinion. Um, for me, X is my sports go-to. Yeah. I'll be honest, um, but when it comes to, let's say, sci-fi, social media, mm-hmm. etc., I find it a vast wasteland of egotistical, maniacal, self-absorbed, bullshit people. Good. That's where we need to go to make contacts. So I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> There's some really awesome people on X. Um, however, X and Reddit are like the place you go if you want to be a dick. Yeah. Hey, I can post anonymously, and um, you just posted about your dog dying, so I'm going to put a video on of dogs being mercilessly slaughtered because I am an animal. <laughs> Spectacular. So. All right. So, that was awesome. <laughs> so, until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Merry Christmas. <laughs>